Hey there, I am Dr. Jerry Crete, and you're listening to Hear the Word. This is our weekly podcast where I um, read the Sunday readings to you. And afterward, I'm going to do a little explanation, a few explanations uh, uh, about meditation practices. And then we're going to do a guided meditation. And the guided meditation this week is about how to de-stress during the holidays. So if you're feeling anxious, or you're feeling depressed, or you're overwhelmed, um, this will be a great exercise for you. It will uh, be walking you through um, progressive muscle relaxation exercise, and then we will connect it with the Jesus prayer. All right, so you're with Hear the Word. Uh, once you've listened to this show and you listen to the readings, um, I'd love you to come on over to Be With the Word, which is our sister podcast. And Be With the Word is where I'm going to be reflecting on the readings from a psychological perspective. And this week's episode, which is also episode 56 for the third Sunday of Advent, is going to be solid, practical, hands-on tips or suggestions to survive the holidays. So if you or someone you know or love uh, experiences depression or blues or uh, difficulties over the holidays. I think you'll get a lot out of that episode. All right, so I'm going to invite you uh, to hear the readings. And because Hear the Word, this podcast is about um, really getting good prayer and meditation practices. I'm going to ask you to see if you can't be as comfortable as possible. I mean, you can be driving or something, that's fine, or cleaning up or active. But if you, but and that's fine. But if you want to get more out of it, try to find a quiet place. You know, try to find a place where you can sit and you're more and more relaxed. Um, I encourage people to sit in a way where oh, their feet are touching the ground, and they're able to kind of relax their shoulders. Uh, maybe have their hands resting on their laps. Maybe have good posture, but not a forced posture. So. Maybe allow your shoulders to kind of go back a little and your neck rather than to hunt. If it hunches at all, just sort of let it sit comfortably and take a deep breath. And so I'm going to invite you to hear these readings as much as you're able to in the heart. Really try to take in what is what God is trying to communicate to you in this message. So we're going to notice if our bodies are stressed or tensed and we're just going to try to invite them to relax. We're going to sit in our quiet place, be apart from the world if we can. If not, it's okay. Um, and we're just going to open up our hearts. So here we are with the re first reading is from the book of Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring glad tidings to the poor to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to announce a year of favor from the Lord and a day of vindication by our God. I rejoice heavily or heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul. 
for he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice, like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. As the earth brings forth its plants and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. The response is, my soul rejoices in my God. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked upon his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. My soul rejoices in my God. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. My soul rejoices in my God. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy. My soul rejoices in my God. The second reading is from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. In all circumstances, give thanks. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophetic utterances. Test everything, retain what is good, refrain from every kind of evil. May the God of peace make you perfectly holy and may you entirely spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful and he will also accomplish it. And the gospel is from St. John. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to him to ask him, who are you? He admitted and did not deny it, but admitted, I am not the Christ. So they asked him, well, what are you then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you a prophet? He answered, no. So they said to him, who are you? So we can give an answer to those who sent us. What do you have to say for yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert. Make straight the way of the Lord. As Isaiah the prophet said. Some Pharisees were also sent and they asked him, Why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ or Elijah or the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but there is one among you whom you do not recognize, the one who is coming after me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. This happened in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing.
So those are our readings and um, a lot of richness there. And I'm going to mention the fact that St. Paul asks us in these readings to pray without ceasing, to give thanks always. And praying without ceasing is such a fascinating thing. Um, uh, there's a book I read way back quite a number of years ago when I was in college called The Way of a Pilgrim, and it describes a pilgrim. I believe he's wandering through Russia trying to answer that very question. How can I pray without ceasing? How is that even possible? And the answer is the Jesus prayer. And last episode, we, I, I explained and taught how to do the Jesus prayer. So I think it's a good practice to do that during this meditation, if you like, which is just to breathe in as you say, Lord Jesus Christ, and you breathe out, have mercy on me when you breathe out. So that's a prayer I'm going to invite you to continue to do during this meditation, if you want. Um, so what we're going to do here is a guided uh, meditation, and I'm going to begin with a, um, a progressive muscle relaxation exercise. I'm going to walk you through it. I'm going to do a slightly shorter version. You can always do it longer on your own. Uh, the shorter version works great. But if you have more time and you want to, you can do um, each tightening and loosening. You can do them like two or three times and you can take your time. I, I'm, I'm putting some body parts together in this, uh, but you can take your time and focus more specifically on each body part. And, uh, and, and on your own, if, if that helps you and if you have time to. I think the more you do it, the more you'll get the benefits and you'll know your own body and you'll know, hey, sometimes I need just a quick um, help and sometimes I really, if I have it, I'm going to spend 30 minutes to an hour and do this. Uh, the benefits are amazing because we have to take care of our body first and then it will open up our heart and our mind to God. So we're, we're not ignoring any of those. You know, it's so cool that the, the writings that St. Paul says are, you know, body, uh, soul, and spirit. So it's a holistic approach. All right, so here's what we're gonna start with is a muscle relaxation. So I hope if you are sitting down, I'd like you to notice, start by making, noticing the contact that you have perhaps with your feet perhaps you notice your feet maybe in your shoes and your shoes touching the ground and that's a contact point another contact point if you're sitting in a chair like i am is noticing your buttocks and how they're touching the um the base uh, the seat of the chair and then noticing perhaps especially if as you're doing as i'm doing i'm just sort of pushing my shoulders back a little and as I'm putting my shoulders back, my neck can, can sit more properly and my chest comes out. But then the top of my back rests against the chair. I'm just noticing that contact point. So often we're sitting or moving about and we don't notice just basic things like where, what we're touching. So take a deep breath, Lord Jesus. And breathe out, have mercy on me. Several times, really just noticing how our body is sitting. And then I'd like to invite you uh, to start with your toes. Tighten your toes. 
all ten, all the way to the pinkies. Deep breath, Lord Jesus Christ. Relax your pinkies as you breathe out. Have mercy on me. You can do that several times. I'm going to move a little bit quicker. I'm going to suggest tightening the toes and all of the feet and all the way up to the calves. Tight, tight, tight. Noticing all those parts. Tight, 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 tight. Now breathe in. Lord Jesus Christ, you can say in your head. And then breathe out. Have mercy on me as you relax all of those muscles. Now we tighten again the toes, the feet, the calves, the thighs. And tighten the um, glutes and the pelvic floor, the whole pelvic region. Tighten all that. Tight, tight, tight. So we take in a deep breath, Lord Jesus Christ. Breathe out, have mercy on me. I did that very quickly, but you could break that down from toes to feet to calves to thighs to hips to glutes, pelvic floor. The pelvic floor is so important to notice and to tighten. Notice all the, there's so many nerve endings there that, that those nerve endings go right up to the, up the spine to the brainstem, sending messages to the brain. So when we tighten that area, we're sending a message of tightening to the brain and stress, noticing it. Now we're relaxing the pelvic floor, breathing out, breathing, dropping shoulders. Notice that the pelvic floor is totally loose and relaxed. We just sent a message all the way up to the brainstem that we're relaxed. Now I'd like to notice your, your belly, tighten up the belly. And then breathe in, relax the belly, belly and chest, the whole torso, and the pelvic floor. Now I add the pelvic floor, right in the legs and the toes. Now it's like our whole lower body and our chest. And relaxing. We do it with our hands, start with our hands, tightening our fingers, tightening all of our hands, all clenched, tighten, 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 tighten. Breathe, Lord Jesus Christ, relax, have mercy on me. We work our hand, fingers, hands, our arms, our arms, our shoulders, and then our entire face, all tightened up. Crazy, crazy tight. Don't see muscles you didn't know you had in your cheeks and your brow, and all tight, tight, tight. Breathe in, relax, breathe out. You can do the whole body, from the toes, to the legs, to the pelvic floor, to the glutes, to the stomach, to the chest, to the arms, the hands, everything on the face, your whole body, oh, so tight. Relax. And then take a moment and just, just focus now on the breathing. Letting your whole chest fill. Your chest rise up. And then drop. And you could do that three, four, five times. Once you've done all of that, and now you're noticing your body. Many people will just really notice a lightness. You've just released a whole bunch of stuff. 
You might even notice focus, clarity of focus you didn't have before. Now I'd just like to remind you at this point, I'm going to remind you of a few of the themes from the readings. So you're able to close your eyes. You don't have to, but if you can, just noticing your body in its state of just, just relaxation and kind of a refreshed state. Noticing their nice breathing. You can keep doing deep breaths or, or more normal breaths at this point, just not shallow breaths is what we want. And I'd like you to really hear that God was calling through Isaiah the healing of the brokenhearted. And that he wants liberty to captives and release of prisoners. So I'm going to bring to him all of our, our worries, our season worries. Our, we're not going to get everything done on time or we're not, not going to be good enough. Perhaps we can bring any of our sadnesses, maybe our grief. Maybe there are some people that aren't going to be there in person that we miss. And we're just going to notice that there's some, we have some sadness and there's some, some pain there and there's some loss there. Just going to notice if we have any fears. Maybe we have um, some loneliness. Maybe, oh, maybe we're just in a funk and we're just tired. We've had a hard time getting out of bed or getting motivated. Whatever is, is hurting our hearts, whatever is weighing heavy, whatever is wounding or, 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 or creating sadness, we're not, going, we're not going to change that right now. We're not going to change it. We can't. Those things are there. They're still going to be there tomorrow. But we're going to allow some space for God to hold those. I'm going to share those with him. We're going to allow him to share that burden with us so that we know whatever it is, we're not going to be alone. That he is with us, that he's promised that. So whatever might be binding us, maybe we feel captive to having to eat more than we need to, or to drink more alcohol than we need to, or we're bound to just be busy bodies or be, try to control and manage everything or just you know, work ourselves to death or something like, whatever it is that maybe is holding us captive. Oh, we're just gonna invite out. Lord, free us. You said you came to bring liberty to captives. 
just going to allow ourselves to feel the freedom of not being a prisoner to all those expectations. And that what he wants for us is to, that we get invited to something beautiful. And he wants to wrap us in his robe of salvation. So we allow ourselves some space here, whatever our circumstances, whatever craziness, whatever sadness, allow ourselves to just be thankful and rejoice. And just even that, in God's love for us, that he has a place for us, that he's going to hold it all for us. And he wraps us in his robe of salvation. And like Mary, we can rejoice and say, the Lord has done great things for me. We can enter into a spirit of thankfulness, praise, and being present with him throughout the season, which is going to be our way of praying without ceasing. Mm, so John the Baptist, help us to make that path as we approach this season with a new spirit. Take a deep breath. <laughs> Come back to the present moment if you're not there already. Really enjoy doing this meditation with you. Wish you a very blessed season. I'll be here next week with another meditation, another reflection for the fourth Sunday. And we just uh, hope you'll join us at soulsandhearts.com and to get our updates. And join me over at Be With The Word where I'm going to give you some really good suggestions and tips to survive the holiday blues. All right. Take good care. Oh, and be still. <laughs>